1: Well, hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Forbes Factor. You know, as we love playing that game every episode, where in the world is Forbes Riley? Well, today I'm sitting in Utah, Provo, Utah. Now, I, you may know Provo, Utah. You may not. The only reason I knew it is I grew up in a time of the Osmonds. And couldn't wait to visit to see where Donnie and Marie lived in Provo with all their brothers and sisters. Well, it turns out the people are unbelievably nice. This is about my fourth trip to Utah, Salt Lake, and this whole area in the last year uh, between here in Park City, falling in love with Utah. And I know why people live out here: uh, the mountains everywhere, the weather, the people are just so nice and so genuine. And I've had a lot of adventures. They've embraced me in a way. I go to business dinners uh, every night. We have lunches. I have met the producers of the movie Sound of Freedom. If you've not seen it, highly recommend The Sound of Freedom. We should all be aware of what's happening in the world. And I'm just, this is the first, Louis, day number two of my speaking tour. I'll be out on the road for almost eight weeks, uh, going from city to city, spreading the message of, you perfect your pitch, you get anything and everything you want in life, come on. Your grandmother's elevator pitch is yesterday's news, let's get on board for 2024. And so that's exciting. On Friday, I get to speak with one of my dear friends, superstar in business, Mr. Ed Milette, Chris Williamson, Jimmy Rex, uh, Chris Krohn, lots of people out here. but. I don't know if you noticed, they're all men. Yeah, I speak with a lot of men. What is that about, that energy? Uh, As I jokingly say, I'm one of the only ones who wear high heels, but today that's not even politically correct, is it? So I've got to be very, very mindful of that. I am definitely a woman inside and out, but I've got a deep enough voice to resonate with men and women. Come on, you know that, right? All right, well, I I don't want to wait too long because I've got a great guest hanging out in the wings. Um, You know what's funny? As a woman, I've always been very conscious of my style. And as a woman on television, I understand things like color blocking, how patterns don't work, what colors work with your skin. And one of the things that changed my life, and I'm gonna tell you, this episode could change your life. was about 30 years ago, I went to an image consultant, paid him a fair amount of money for one hour, thinking, oh, what could that do? And I met this wiry-haired, gray-haired guy, who when I opened the door, looked up at me, he's like, I I was wearing no makeup. It was just a meeting, right? He's like, you should never leave the house without makeup on. I get that you're a superstar, but you're not like Julia Roberts natural. You're more like Sharon Stone. And I'm like, who the heck are you? Well, I'll tell you what. He had had me said, look, the colors that you wear in your body affect who you are, the color of your jewelry, your haircut. He said, I think you should cut and color your hair and, and, and. I spent one hour with this man, and I have a life and a career because of it. His name is Hank Baring's. Uh, Every once in a while, I'll call him and just send him a note that one hour of redoing because you don't see you from the outside in. You see you in the inside. Then you see pictures. And I'm sure when you look at pictures like I like that. I don't like my wrinkles. No, that's not what you'd be looking at. The color, the style, the image. Who are you out in the world? And I'm going to bring to the stage the one and only genius of that. Mr. Miller, big round of applause. Oh, the crowd goes wild. Bart, Bart, look at you. Where are you calling in from?
2: I am in Rigby, Idaho, believe it or not, today. Yeah. What's in your head? What's that?
1: (laughs) Joke. I'm from New York. What's on your
2: (laughs) head? A cowboy hat, right? I mean, come on. You're talking about style. You got to have multiple personalities. And one of mine is I am a rodeo cowboy.
1: Are you really? Yeah. Oh, that's it. I did not know that. You know, I got to be the grandmaster at a rodeo. I love riding horses. I grew up riding. And I will tell you, I got the whole outfit, the whole Sparkled from head to toe. That was yep. one of my funnest. What do you do in the rodeo? You're not the clown, team right? Rope.
2: Yeah, not I probably <laughs> should be. I, uh, I team rope. So uh, yeah, I do a lot of uh, team roping. So I'm mainly a header, but a lot of times I'll heel too. So this depends on what needs to be done.
1: That's crazy. But you have no pun intended here, guys. You wear so many hats. I do. We are a radio station, so you can hear us. But if you want to see the visual, I'm broadcasting simultaneously on YouTube, and I just love posting what we're up to. So Bart, when someone asks you, what do you do? What do you tell them?
2: So, you know, I basically go through and I say, I help people architect their life by design because most people's lives are architected for them, or they allow somebody else to architect their life. And so I'm really conscious of helping people architect their own life, not only through style, but through their business, their relationships, all that kind of stuff.
1: Well, how do you come to be this architect?
2: Well, I think through the life of hard knocks. I think that's what happens to all of us, isn't it? For some reason, we had something that uh, knocked us upside the head and we finally realized If I don't architect my life, somebody else will do it for me. And at that point in my life, I'll never forget somebody was architecting my life for me. Wait, wait, wait.
1: No, wait. You don't never forget what? I'm going to make you drill down a little bit. Yeah,
2: good. But I was in the middle of a meeting and I was working for Fisher Broadcasting at this point in time. And they were telling me that I had to do this this and this and this and this. And I said, no, I don't have to do that. I get to make a choice. I have a choice in my life of what I get to do. And they said, no, this is what you're going to do. And I said, no, this isn't what I'm going to do. And I quit that job that day, literally walked out of there. And I've been an entrepreneur ever since because I decided that I wasn't going to have somebody else telling me what I was going to do. But I was going to have a choice in what I allowed myself to do and architect my life and design my life the way I wanted it from there. How
1: old were you at that time?
2: I think at that time I was about 25 or 26 years old.
1: That's a really young age to come to that conclusion. So you you spun off and did what?
2: So at that point in time, I went into real estate. I bought a real estate company, a mortgage company, and a four-cell by owner. And uh went in, got my license. And I had a brother-in-law. He wasn't my brother-in-law at the time, but he became my brother-in-law that owned the business. And so uh he mentored me in that space.
1: And you slept we- with his sister?
2: No. <laughs> He actually is married to my wife's sister. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, it was awesome. We had, a, we had a great relationship. He taught me so much about real estate and he really got me uh, anchored into the, uh, the business aspect of what I wanted to do.
1: Wow. Now, all right. So I know that part about you. You also are into digital marketing. Yes. yes. You got you on board go. the Where How did that happen?
2: Well, what ended up happening is long story, and I could take all day doing this, so we won't take all day. I had a bad business deal that ended up happening, cost me a lot of money, and at that point in time, I had a decision to make: I either get back into that space or I pivot. And uh, at that point in time, I met a gentleman that was in the digital space twenty five well, was about twenty three years ago, and he sat down with me and he said, "You don't want to go back into what you're going into. Here's where the puck is going. Here's where the future's headed. So you should get into the digital space." And, uh, Tony Robbins at that point in time was putting on uh business mastery course. It was, his very first one in Las Vegas, Nevada. And it was, uh, Chet Holmes, Tony Robbins putting it on. And, uh, I was like, man, I don't know anything about digital marketing, but I'll give this a try. So he said, I'll mentor you, but you need to go to this. So anyway, long story short, I went to it and, uh, called my wife and said, we're going to be in digital marketing. And uh, so we started doing a bunch of research and that's when we built our first online makeup school. And we still own that school to this day.
1: Wait a second, but you could have built anything. What made you choose makeup?
2: Great question. Well, just like uh, we, we did a bunch of research on the criteria that we had in front of us, which was what's something that you could sell internationally with something that's not in a depression, going to go away and all these different things. And the one thing, even in the worst times women would never give up was their lipstick and makeup. And so so I thought, this is awesome. I'll, uh, I'll get into this space. And so we started looking for the world's number one makeup artist. That's not me. And so uh, found him and partnered with him created this amazing school. Uh, it's been private labeled now for the Paul Mitchell world and the Paul Mitchell schools nationwide. And it's just been an awesome thing. It's been a great thing, but that's how I got into it. We built that it was one of the very first big online things I ever did. And here we are 20 years later with a continuity program that's still up and running. A lot of people would love to have that. And uh, it's just been a great thing. So it's been a cool journey.
1: That is amazing. But then I also met you yep. because you're the king of style, <laughs> and you have your personal stylist for a couple of very big personalities. I'm sorry, where did that turn? And what I love about this story, guys, is you're listening. So many entrepreneurs are like, oh, I don't know what to do. Here's the thing. You can actually do it all. You just can't do it all today. Amen. You can fulfill a lot of your dreams over a period of time. Do you agree with that?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you're a
1: walking example of that.
2: Thank you. Yeah, a lot of people get confused in that in life. And I agree with you, Forbes. And I think you've put it very well. And this is the thing that I've learned in life. There's two things. Do you mind if I share two little quick stories? I'm here. Okay. So number one story I had to learn the hard way in life is this. And I, and I ask this question all the time. I ask people, if I ask you to bake brownies from scratch right now, could you do it? And a lot of them will say, some of them will say, yeah, some of them will say no. And then I say, well, if I gave you a recipe to bake, to bake brownies, could you do it? And they all go, yeah, totally could. Then I'm like, okay, well, if you can do that and you can follow instructions and all that kind of stuff, that's awesome. But does the recipe really care if you're a female? No, does it care if you're a male? No, does it care if you're poor? No, does it care if you're rich? No. What does it care about? It cares about one thing. You follow it. So then it was easy for me to learn life is a recipe, Ooh. business is a recipe, marriage is a recipe, raising kids. Is a recipe. The only thing we have to do in life is one thing. Find who has the damn recipe you want, follow their ingredients, and success comes your way. Mm. Understood that everything from bodybuilding, right? We all know we do certain things, it's a recipe. Team roping, recipe, cycling, recipe, playing this guitar, a recipe. Okay, so once you understand that, life becomes way easier and you can gamify everything you're doing. Forbes, you have a system bar nobody else. You have a recipe that if I follow it, I cannot fail. And that's why you're so successful. You don't go try to put a whole bunch of fancy ingredients in it. You follow the same thing. You do the same thing. You get the same outcome, which is brownies every time you cook it. And you've mastered the recipe. And if people want to follow your recipe or my recipe, guess what they're going to get? Mm -hmm. our outcome. Right. Pretty straightforward. So I learned that the other thing I learned the hard way was, is everybody thinks they have to be themselves. When reality is Marilyn Monroe's real name is not Marilyn Monroe. Norma Jean Baker. That's right. Why did she do that is because sometimes we need an alter ego. Sometimes we need to understand we can escape who we are and become somebody even bigger and better. Oh, so I've done that and I've mastered that in multiple aspects of my life. I have different names for different parts of my life that I go by. I embrace, I step into that alter ego. And when I'm in that alter ego, I don't give a shit what you think about Bart Miller. Cause I'm not Bart Miller. Do you publicly, do you publicly have a different name? Sometimes? Yes. So I'm go called ahead. billion dollar cowboy. If you go on Instagram right now, look at me up. I rodeo and all that. So people call me that, Hey, it's the billion dollar cowboy. That's me. I step into that persona. When I'm rodeoing and I'm roping, I'm different. When I, and I have different things I put on for different reasons to engage that. And I coach this all the time. So when I'm coaching style, I'm teaching people how to become either an alter ego or so many times what I found is dads and moms come home from business and they're the same, excuse my language, damn person as they went to, to work in. They don't come home, change their outfit or change their briefcase and become the dad or the wife they want to. We just so got to I teach, right. So I teach them this process, and all of a sudden, they're able to go, "Oh my gosh! When I get home, I can be dad. I don't have to be the business guy anymore because I was able to understand I could be a different person, and I can be the real me, and I can really show up for my wife the way I wanted to because I can be the real me."
1: Okay, guys, this is like a ridiculous nugget that I did not know was coming. And I'm going to layer onto this. (laughs) So I was born with a different name. I was born Francine Forbes. And when this image consultant that I started the program with came up with Forbes Riley, I was living with Tom Riley at the moment, who's my ex-husband and Forbes was my family name, which means a lot to me because it really, my grandmother picked that name out of a phone book to get my uncle into engineering school. Long story. So Forbes means a lot to my family. And I... When So I, I, my ex-husband and I don't live together anymore, and I'm in love. I have, I have another husband. Well, my other husband, my new husband, Joshua, for the last seven years, said something very profound. He said, when you're Forbes Riley, you are this badass business professional. He said, and I don't want her in my house. And I'm like, excuse me. He yep. said, I want my little Francine, who's ah. like a little girl who's feminine, who cooks love and, and loves on and doesn't tell him what to do. And we so we have this alter ego thing which I never thought about in the way that you're saying it but it really is guys because I am so professional and I am such a man's world that in my I think I destroyed part of my marriage because I my old because I would come home I slayed the world tell me what's going on and it was really hard on my ex-husband because he's the guy he never got to be the guy because I was so busy being the guy and I never experienced the feminine and I wish I'd met Bart now 10 years earlier, I might not have screwed that up. And I'm going to tell you, I know if you're listening to this, you're screwing it up. If you have no idea what we're talking about, because that's just like such a nugget, come home and be the dad, be the Casanova, be the woman, be whatever. Cause business is not that. But now I'm thinking in my fitness world, I need to just become the spin gym queen because it's very hard. People associate me as this, this pitch coaching superstar on television, you know, a yeah. But on some level, I'm really into my fitness and health, and it's not the same world, it's not the same person.
2: Right? Yeah. And that, yeah, awesome. yeah. Good for you. Wow. That was uh, that was cool to hear. Thank you for sharing that. That's awesome.
1: Well, it's it really affected our life, and it yeah. affected our marriage yeah. because I, it never dawned on me, and he was the one who pointed it out, just like you did. Yeah. That you also dressed like literally come home and take all that off. Yeah. Be the casual, fun, engaging, playful yep. person that the world doesn't really get to see. Yeah. Who's Bart at, I mean, at home? What's Bart two at
2: home? <laughs> What's my stripper name? Is that what you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know? My. I mean, really, right? So, I mean, you think about this in the world, Bo Jackson. You think about Sasha Fierce. Who is she? You think about, I mean, I can go on about Eminem all Eminem has one, yep. Yeah, you think about Kobe Bromant.
1: Superman, okay? Superman okay, and Clark There you hands.
2: go spider Spider spider-man all of them everybody does this that is i mean i shouldn't say everybody but a lot of people when they understand this they can just grab these things and become these superheroes and all these things they've ever desired and even like i said funny as it sounds stripper name right if a lot of men and women understood when they went to bed with their significant other they said hey you just you take this persona on tonight. How much fun would they have? Because the stripper doesn't, you know, they don't have the, anyway, I don't want to get into a lot of them, but you understand what I'm saying? How much it would change things up because it allows you to be somebody you are not. It allows you to be fun. And what's even more amazing. I have watched men they are the, like the coolest, most macho cowboys you've ever seen in your life. Halloween, they'll dress up like a woman. And I, you know, just for shits and giggles for fun, you know, like, but I've never laughed so hard in my life because they, they just let go right? Because everybody doesn't care. They, you know, on and on and, you know, but it's even not them, but it, it just releases them for one night to where it's like, boom. And it's just so crazy. When you go to Burning Man, you get a new name when you're there, you dress differently.
1: Wait, 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 okay. Wait, wait pause. Yeah. I don't know that everybody in my community knows what Burning Man is. I've never been, let's yeah. go back up right here. Okay. And talk about what is Burning Man and why should I go? Why should everyone go? And Great what kind question. of
2: name? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Two reasons why you should go, why you shouldn't go is if you don't understand yourself well enough to experience Burning Man, I wouldn't go. Burning Man is portrayed as a big party with a bunch of drugs. That's what it's portrayed as. What it really is is one of the most spiritual experiences you'll ever have if you're ready for it and prepared for it and you've got the capacity to understand it. There's a a book, and I want to tell you the name of it. And first, all I can think of is fire. Um, Well,
1: you think about that for a second. Guys, here, I mean, one of my my neighbors was a uh, a technician at Burning Man. What this means is that tens of thousands of people go out to the middle of the desert once a year, artistic, business people. There's nothing out there. Google,
2: FBI, huge companies.
1: You have to bring everything with you. It is a community experience for a week. It's supposed to be extraordinary. At the end of it, they literally burn a a, a figure of a man in effigy. And, uh, and what you make is what you make of it. So I what I would Google Burning Man. I have not been. Uh, I think this is the year I need to understand how to go. I'm to going go with, again. <laughs> are just, when is it? Is it in September?
2: Yeah, it's in uh, – when is the exact dates of Burning Man, Sonny? Do you know? End of August, but it's right through there.
1: All right. So I have no idea how we're going to do this, but sign me up. We're going to right. figure – I've got a bunch of friends who go – I need to go to somebody who's very experienced. Yeah. And if you want to experience crazy part of life, because I'm so ready for this now, and that's really good. So why should you go to Burning Man?
2: Yeah, so there's a book called Stealing Fire. If you've not read this book, read it. Like okay. it is absolutely a game changer in this world. But what's happened to us is, is so many times we never get the opportunity in life to overcome beliefs or to break things down in our life. Burning Man allows you to be amongst a group of people that doesn't, judge and i know it sounds crazy and i went for the build part of it and i've gone for the other part of it which means you like you just said you have to build the whole thing right so you go early you build this up when you're there at build you can and i'm not going to lie there is a little bit of like oh my gosh look at that outfit that's super expensive you start to compare three days into bernie man or two days there is no such thing as comparison really you can be sitting next to, I was sitting next to, in our camp, to put it in perspective, Forbes, five self-made billionaires. One of them was the guy who actually uh, just lost the movies in, uh, anyway, I'll think about it here in a second, but, huh? Tetris. Yeah, the creator of Tetris was in our camp. And long story short, I didn't know him from... I mean, not to say anything bad about email because I was the same way, but you don't know him from a bum. Like you don't even care. Like all you care about, because there's there's no such thing as exchange and money at Burning Man. Everything is gifting. You can't buy anything. So if you need anything, it's like you can ask, but it, it's all gifting. You can't like, if I need a, It doesn't matter what I need, but you can find it on the playa, which is crazy. So anyways, like I was there, we were all in this big thing. We're all sitting around together. And I mean, just the most brilliant humans you've ever been around in your life. And so one night we were with this one gentleman, for example, didn't know he was presenting and he ended up giving a talk. One of the most profound talks at this point in my entire career and life he gave at Burning Man. I sat with him all night, had no idea. And what did
1: talk focus on?
2: He music, he talked about, he played the piano. He's the one that actually plays the piano at the temple at Burning Man. He was in our camp and he talked about the vibration of music in the key of C and how he can heal the world through music because music is a universal language that can mix with any other instrument where a voice can't. So if a group of people are talking, it becomes chaos. When music is played and other instruments are played, it becomes beautiful. But even by one, it's amazing. But he talked about how it heals the soul and the vibrations because we all energy, we're all vibration. And so those certain vibrations through our body, it's just like unbelievable. Well, anyway, he, he had this masterful talk. He was in our camp and I just got to spend this incredible time with these most brilliant humans. I also got to spend time with the number one MDMA and psychedelic expert in the world was in our camp. And he gave a three-hour talk on how different things have been manipulated to get rid of those things, but where they're the most healing for our military people coming back and all these different things and how it's making such a huge effect and why they need to be legalized again. Now, I'm not saying that they need to be a party type of thing. That's not what I'm trying to get at here. Everything needs respect, including in the health world. We all know as we eat. All the things need respect and honor, let's be clear. And they need to be done in the right way and in the right manner. But at the end of the day, he was very adamant on how they're healing the world and what they do to unlock us to be able to make beliefs and things that we've had installed in us go away and get a new uh, vision of what life really should be.
1: I just got such chills. I'm so excited. And guys, and I love the fact that I'm back in Utah. I, it's funny how sometimes things will draw you yeah. to where you're supposed to be at that point in your life. And you only know this when you live long enough and you're open to new ideas. You don't judge. You don't put down people. You don't, I mean, a lot of things that you, I can't say don't, that you, yeah. you choose to let go of some of these constrictive societal beliefs that we instill in each other. There's a Amen. mass hypnosis about what's right and what's wrong. And really? I think- One of the things that Bart's just reminding me of is that when you're brave enough to shatter those limiting beliefs, when you have enough courage to step into who you are, realize that you're just completely different from other people and that's okay. I mean, guys, one of the things that I'm just embracing right now as a female speaker in a male world, I mean, I'm speaking on Friday here. I'm the only female on the stage. I love this. I'm now thriving on this because I also get to be an example for others. Guys, walk and march to your own drummer and it's easy to say, I teach trainings on how to embrace this. Bart teaches trainings on how to embrace this. You don't need to find just one teacher. You need to find lots of teachers. And again, I go back to that life is a buffet. You can't put all the forks in your mouth at one time, but you can certainly go from the salad to the entree, try chicken, try prime rib, and then eat the dessert maybe before everything starts. Do what works for you and find the recipe. I love this, Bart. I think you and I need to do a book. I think can't you and wait. I need to I mean, like seriously. I have a, a really. Int- I hate when I get downloads like this, but what a fun idea to combine all the things that we've been through in life. Oh wow! Right, I know something about <laughs> finding the recipe. I just, I just got total chills, and then you layer in Burning Man. I've got two minutes. at The end of the segment, Bart. Say Love whatever it. You want to my audience.
2: Well, number one thing is, thank you Forbes for being you, and thank you for being a light for the women out there, and those of you that uh, don't understand how to get in touch with their feminine energy. Please find that. It will save the world. We live in a male world that's got to go, and we need that feminine energy back because it is what's creation. It is what we need, and I beg of you to find that not only in your soul, but in your life. And Forbes, thank you for embracing that, realizing that, and empowering other women to not only be amazing humans and amazing business people, but also to step back and be these God, man, fierce, creative, amazing women that they can be. So thank you for that. Uh,
1: and I love that. And finding the feminine side as a man is such a beautiful thing. It's just strange in this particular day and age, how we've, we've bastardized some of that, if you will. Um, guys, I hope that you enjoyed today's segment. I love meeting Bart in person. I've now had a chance to meet him and his children and his beautiful wife in person. And uh, maybe we were going to Burning Man. Wouldn't that be fun to do a broadcast? Amazing. From there oh boy. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Bart, where do we find you?
2: Uh, just on Instagram is fine at Bart. Alan Miller, A L L A N Miller underscore, and you'll find me on Instagram and be perfect.
1: Unless you want to find the rodeo guy, what's that one?
2: Same one. You can get other all there. I share it all. All right,
1: we have an e card. If you want any information, you can certainly find Bart through my stuff as well. Uh, We're going to take a quick break to thank our sponsors for this amazing show that we get to do every week. I love you for being here, Bart. I'll see you uh, in person very soon, and thank you.
2: You're so welcome.
0: Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley.
3: the internet's number one talk station number one talk station voiceamerica.com
0: you are listening to the forbes factor to call in with a question or comment please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now, back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey,
1: everybody. It is Forbes Riley, and I've got a special guest. I've got Mr. Connor with me. We're in a studio here in Utah, and I'm sitting with the king of Amazon. I know he, doesn't like, he does a little crown. He's not wearing it at the moment, but the absolute king of Amazon. All right, so talk to me here. Uh, let's make sure that we're definitely on and we're recording and doing all that good stuff. Um you, had a, you and I had a chance to meet recently in Utah. Do you live here? Yeah,
3: I do. I do, yeah.
1: And how many kids do you have?
3: A lot. Four.
1: Yeah, four <laughs> kids. How do you manage a business and four kids? Uh,
3: it's impossible, but uh, I, try. I try. I have a very good wife. That's
0: how. That's you know what? That's we all
1: want to really good, I need a new wife. I really do. Uh, all right. So talk to me. You're in the – have you always – now, you started – you didn't start out being a superstar. You worked no. in a warehouse. Yes. All right. He also has the wickedest sense of humor. You're going to love this. (laughs) Let's go back to warehouse. What were you doing in a warehouse? Uh,
3: Just inventory management, just shipping, receiving, just, you know, the typical warehouse experience. Right. And then
1: you woke up one day and said,
3: Um, I don't want this anymore. I met some people that were killing on Amazon. Well, doing very well on Amazon and, um, just through like playing basketball at the gym, I was like, Hey, what do you guys do? And, uh, I was just like, that sounds awesome. I want to like get in on it. I I came to them and was like, Hey, like you guys actually don't know how to do shipping very well. And I was like, I know how to do that. I came provided some value and just was like, and then I just, it was like, hey, teach me the other side of it, right? I want to learn this side of it, right? How long
1: did how long was that? Um,
3: I probably took you know just between everything probably six months to a year so, just to where I was like, okay, like now I'm I'm good, I'm an expert, I could you know go out and do my own.
1: Well, I, I'm an expert at, at right. Amazon. At buying stuff. I'm an expert <laughs> at buying. It's
3: Everyone like, is. It like is like Christmas.
1: The poor guy and I, we have a great relationship. I got those packages. Like, oh my God, look what's here. Yeah. I cannot believe that Amazon can deliver like same day. I don't even understand how the company runs. But I will also tell you that I attempted to be a seller on Amazon. Y'all know I have a fitness product and this is before FBA, which is fulfillment by Amazon where you had a ship, you had a, there were so many criteria that I launched the business and promptly crashed the business and we burned. <laughs> I just could not keep up with the demand and the understanding and yep. it's complicated. And they do that on purpose. They really run a very tight ship. They do.
3: They? they do. They want you to be, they want you to be in stock. They want you to be uh, prime, you know, before prime, they were, you know, they want you to, they want you to be spending money on ads. They want you to be, You know, very actively engaged with the Amazon ecosystem because it's just it. That's where people buy stuff.
1: (laughs) It's where everybody buys stuff. So raise your hand if you want to know more. Thank you very much. That's all of you. (laughs) Well, because one is buying, two is definitely the other thing. I think that's ridiculous about Amazon. And God bless them as a company. Their return policy is second to none. Oh yeah, which has got to mess with you if you are selling. Getting stuff back like that, you got to be prepared. You got to understand. Yes. You got to have your customer service in line. So I ventured in. Connor and I met at a dinner, and he was just very funny. Uh, you did. You said the funniest line at dinner. What was that? One
3: that you made. <laughs> well, your well, your husband. husband is a bodybuilder.
1: He is. That would be Josh, right? He's rather <laughs> built.
3: We, we went around the table and was like, "What's what's you know what's your profession or what are you doing or something like that?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm also a professional bodybuilder," and uh, <laughs> that, that, that <laughs> Forbes seemed to love it. I don't know why. I, I, hopefully, Josh doesn't. Hurt me for making <laughs> no 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 it was just, just a great sense
1: of humor and we really started to talk into let's bring this conversation about amazon to my network yeah now let's assume somebody wants to sell on amazon yeah they just so do they well here's the interesting thing And you guys know this, I teach you how to affiliate. If you want to go to affiliatewithforbes.com, we have a program that teaches you the concept. Because most of my career, I didn't own anything. For the first 30 years, I was the spokesperson for everyone else's product because I can pitch. So if you got a product or a company, they would come to me going, help me figure out the pitch. Mm -hmm. And then they would pay me. I never touched inventory, customer service. I love the affiliate
3: Yeah, it's great.
1: So let's just start with that concept. I want all of you to hear this. You want some extra capital, extra cash? Become an affiliate to Amazon. What does that yeah. mean?
3: Yeah. So you can become an affiliate to Amazon with, you know, basically any product. You know, you go in and sign up with the Amazon affiliate program and you can just pick and choose your products that, uh, that Amazon has, which is over a billion products. So I'm sorry, you, how many, a billion with a b b b b b.
1: I didn't
3: even know there was –
1: that's crazy. A billion broadcasters.
3: yes yeah, not of himself, but <laughs>
1: – Well, and it's really also important. You know, people having a crazy idea. There's this picture of Jeff Bezos mm-hmm. in his garage. Oh, yeah. He had the stupidest idea. Let me explain to you, okay, because I don't always win. The stupidest selling books on the internet. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how stupid this books are heavy to ship. People aren't reading books. That's how this whole conglomerate started. Oh, yeah,
3: for sure. That's how we started was one of, one of the things we were selling books – and toothbrushes. Well, there you go. I need to brush to it re-
1: And I will tell you. So when somebody tells you, so you have a stupid idea, say thank you and keep going. Yeah. That's my, it, it, because you sometimes don't know. And people love to play their limiting beliefs on you. Because mm-hmm. what does your family think about what you do?
3: Uh, it was a little crazy at first they're like you're going to sell stuff on Amazon doesn't like doesn't isn't that just big companies isn't that just you know Nike and all these other companies that like just sell the big things so like no actually i believe it's 60 or 70% are just seller resellers like me or sellers that have their own little brand
1: Want to be blown away? How much did one of your products that you launched two months ago make in a month?
3: Uh, We launched a product two months ago and last month in January did $40,000 in just one product.
1: In one month of a product that you've never heard of? so i just want you to perk up and go wait what did he just say now let's take <laughs> this seriously so one you could affiliate with someone else but your yeah. specialty is taking a product right yeah. Yeah. how do you let's say say i want to do that i want to go to amazon yeah. i want to open up a uh, sell a product what well there's here?
3: even three different types of ways to do it right there's the okay. the what they call retail arbitrage so they go to like a ross or a walmart or whatever there's a scanning app so you go scan apps that things are in store and there's an app that'll tell you this is something that will sell on Amazon. they tell you how much it'll make pretty much, you know, and it's all name brand stuff. Some of the stuff that's hard, a little bit harder to sell on Amazon, but that you can just go to the store, like any type of store. You could do that.
1: Wait, well, What's the name of this app?
3: Um, one is, oh, I haven't done that in a long time, but the, you just look up Amazon scanner app on the app store. All right. And you will, you'll find it and it, there's a million a million will pop up i can't remember what the what i used.
1: Well the other app that doesn't exist anymore when i first sold sold on amazon and you never even think this is an app thing you could know was called Unicorn Smasher. Yeah. You would go there and it would tell you who's selling how much of everything. I'm like this yeah. is like gold.
3: Oh for sure. 100%. 100%. Um, the other way is uh, or the other other way is retail uh, arbitrage where you just buy it from the retail Mm-hmm. Shops where you just buy in bulk and things of that nature. And then you have and, to ship and it. you ship it and you ship you buy it in and they ship it to Amazon and then so that's another way. And the other way is private uh label and white label. So there's a little bit of difference between them, but they're pretty much you. Well, there's a fourth own, way. Yeah. Make
1: your own stuff. Yeah, make your <laughs> own
3: stuff, right? And that's kind of the private label, is where you are making your own okay. you know product right um maybe off of the back of something else of, and stuff like that but yeah no uh, and that's that's the those are the ways to sell and so we specialize in the private label and making our own things making original products uh, or making products better that are, you see something and mm. you're like oh we can make this better we look at reviews we look at things that people are, are already buying right and we go this product could use this And you make it better and you, and it sells better or, or, or you're stealing part of, you know, the, the other person's sales, essentially, you know, that's kind of the way we, we look at things sometimes as well, because you're just like, oh, there's one big guy doing this and let's steal some of his sales by making a product that's better than theirs. (laughs) Tell anybody about this. This is
1: very proprietary. Now, so if somebody, is it a good idea if you want to make money Mm -hmm. that you venture into Amazon, or is it such a big C you could get lost?
3: Both. But I would say there are very few companies that should not sell on Amazon. Oh, that's and there's very, because you're losing out on sales by not being Amazon. You talked about the return policy, right? Mm-hmm. That is trust brand trust oh, with, yeah. with, with, with Amazon. You know, if you don't like a product, you're getting that money back Right now as a seller,
2: that's it's
3: not so- <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> don't <laughs> but 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 you have that trust with and and right. you need that trust with the customer that's how you build that trust with Got the it. customer and they've built that for you
1: now there the is amazon. a downside to amazon that as a digital marketer i think it's really important by the way if this is interesting to you reach out to me or reach out to to you and i'll give mm-hmm. you his information in a second mm-hmm. but one of the downsides of amazon is you don't collect the information. Correct. You don't get the email. Is that
3: a problem? No, I don't think so. Um, just, I mean, it, it can be, but I don't think it as a problem. I think it as you know, people are trusting that Amazon will take care of you, and they do. You know, I don't need. I, it's if it's better if you were on. You know if they had it on your website and you were like oh i can now communicate with this person but right. they're communicating with amazon and amazon communicates with you and you and you're taking care of the customer no okay. matter what
1: i have two strategies i'm not going to tell you what they are to get emails and to work with the customer that are very foolproof strategies that i would love to share with you so i would hop on over to my instagram and just dm me a message saying i want strategies because this is powerful. One of the things that we teach is the value of your email list mm-hmm. and how you can build it to several hundred thousand people and why you'd want to do that. And how you we have a we have a program called GSD and email list. Mm-hmm. GSD stands for get shit done. <laughs> and we get shit done in a lot of ways. Yeah. We do that for an ebook, for an online course, but the email the email list has become our biggest selling concept because. We share current strategies. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was start, first starting out in business, my daughter was with me at this event. And this guy said, watch me shop my list. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that mean? He went on, he had a concept, a product he was selling, put it out to his list. An hour later, there was $4,000 in his bank account. He said, you want to know how I do that? Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I shop my list. Yeah. And what that means is providing great value, but also getting your list. So I have two strategies. Am I even telling you they're? No.
0: That's all right.
1: <laughs> no, but dude, no. He, he's doing so well, he doesn't need my strategy. <laughs> but you at home want to know what he knows. Do you recommend that people hire someone like you or try to do it themselves? Or what do you think?
3: I would say you would want to dive in a little bit to know what's going on and okay. then come to me when you are at, you know, a certain scale or you have a product that you just or if you don't know anything, you know, I would I would say dive in a little bit, find out what you don't know, and then come to me and go, hey, I know how to put, you know, pictures on here, but I don't know how to run ads. I don't know how to run SEO. I don't know how to create, uh, you know, videos for for my uh, for my uh, channel for my yeah, for my uh Skew number, whatever. There you so, go. yeah, I'm, I'm blanking on words here for a second. I'm getting, well, you know, if, you, if you're, spoiled, by
1: the way, you need to understand if you are listening to this broadcast, very rarely do I ever sit with my victim. I mean, my, my guest. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm literally sitting next to him. If you want to see this on video, I highly recommend you pop over to YouTube where I am now streaming all of my shows just to get a visual of what we're doing. You know, I used to stream on my Facebook, but I just got shut out of Facebook completely. Oh, no. Oh, you know what? If you guys, this is why you want your own email list. I got hacked out many years ago, and something just recently happened again. And so I'm sitting here with no. It looks like I have Facebook, but I don't. And which is hampering what I do. But it also opened my eyes to. First of all, I spent way too much time on Facebook, is what I concluded. (laughs) I now have free time. Right. I now meditate. Yeah,
3: right. (laughs) She's telling me products is what she's doing. Right. Go (laughs) go figure this one out, Connor.
2: Right.
1: That's exactly what it is. So now, what? But I will tell you, it's been fascinating to me because I think I. I used to wake up and start Facebook. I have to mm-hmm. really, I'm so glad I don't do that, but also explore other channels. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the other thing too. Of all your social medias, what do you love most?
3: Um, I would say Instagram or YouTube. Okay. Why? Um, YouTube for learning.
1: Oh my God, it, you can do anything you on can, YouTube.
3: YouTube University is a real thing, you know. They say, you, you, my brother just finished his basement from YouTube.
1: <laughs> I, I get it. I make recipes from YouTube all yeah, the time. Yeah, right.
3: It's, it's you know, and great place to learn Amazon, honestly. Oh. You know, I, don't, I have not dipped my toes in the Amazon instructor, instruction. GSD
1: but. and online course. Come on,
3: <laughs> I need to. I really yeah. do. I I think that would help a lot of people because I think there's a lot of people that, hey, it's headline capturing, that's what they want to do. And I, I'm more of like, let's help the people like make money. That's what I want to do. I want to help other people make money because I'm just a normal guy. I was just a normal guy. I worked at a warehouse. If I can do it, anyone can do it. And that, I, I think that's, that's a
1: great app, by no, the way. <laughs> <laughs>
3: We're
1: gonna make $100 million selling an online course. <laughs>
3: no and yeah i mean i would love I, I think that's something i will be doing in the future for sure
1: i love that well we ha- he's got four kids to put through college <laughs> one is only one we have enough lead time we got a to long
3: way to go we got a long way to go
1: what's the biggest lesson you think that you've learned by dipping into this amazon space
3: um i think anyone could do anything right um but also just self-reliance relying on myself oh. doing things for myself Um, if i was just at a warehouse job i don't think i could be where I'm at today, you know, I
1: think. And where are you at? So let me, my, my audience, what, is, no, but what does that mean? Because I don't think a lot of people realize they hear the word entrepreneur mm-hmm. or they hear get rich quick. And if it doesn't yeah. work, they're feeling lost. Yeah. Where are you now?
3: No, I mean, I live in a, in a nice house in in Utah and we, you know, have four kids, so it's a lot of money. Right, right. <laughs> I get it. But I mean, I've done $30 million plus on, on Amazon in the last seven years or so. So I think if, Being an entrepreneur is not as sexy as most people think.
1: Well, okay. Well, here's the non-sexy part. I've worked 18-hour days. Mm -hmm. When I first launched my coaching company, my daughter and I locked ourselves in a room. And there was COVID, so we had nowhere else to go. Yeah, right. But we literally hammered out with this sense of dedication. like There was nothing else that we did every day, all day. And so when we launched, we immediately, our first day in business made $25,000. Wow. I know. Because we put the time in, learned the structure, and launched. You cannot half do this, but you can at some point realize that you're not going to get it all in one day. No. Uh, and I came to the table with a lot of experience. Yes. And you know, Bart Bart, who was just on, who I have you ever met, Bart? I have not. Oh I my God, you're going to no. love him. But he said something <laughs> really profound about it being a recipe. Yes. That everything in life is a recipe. If you want a great marriage, find the guy who's done that and learn his recipe. If you want to know how to do Amazon, go to Connor and find out his recipe. You want to know how to pitch, come to me for my recipe because I do the same thing day in and day out. And this is the thing that people don't realize is that once you hit the vein of gold, you mine it for all. You don't need to do every vein Mm -hmm. and you can. Oh my God. The biggest thing when people come to me is, well, I want to do this, this, and this. I'm like, when you go to the buffet, do you have a fork full of everything? Imagine the dessert, the entree, and a steak all in oh, your mouth at the same, same time. time. Nope. It's disgusting. Yep. You do one at a time, you get mm-hmm. good at that, and then you can move on. Yep. So let me ask a question. Let's project, you let's assume your business is maybe on autopilot. You've had yep. people to do what you do, your yep. course is doing great. What do you want to do next?
3: What do I want to do next? I mean, speaking would be great, you know. <gasps> and, you know, don't have and, a
0: net trouble. <laughs> <summer summer. laughs>
3: I know so you Do you know, really do you know to... anyone? Uh, could you connect me with? I mean, speaking and just motivating people, I think that's what. I would love to do because you know as you, you call a recipe i call it a system right you same, difference. you same same thing right i've created a system in my life where it's like what works for me because I, I do have poor kids i do have a wife that has needs i do have you know i got sports practices to get to i've got you know i'm driving the driving the the minivan to you know right. and you want to be
1: able to do that yeah. because at the end of your life here's mm-hmm. what i have learned and everyone mm-hmm. said it but you don't hear it loud enough until it affects you uh, i'm in a season in my life where my kids are gone they're yeah. 21 years old they don't need me they just came back from, my, and they paid for their own trip to mm-hmm. learn to scuba dive in Belize, hang out in Guatemala, and climb an active volcano six hours straight up. <laughs> oh. I know, right? And I, I, the whole time you're like white-knuckling, yeah, how can my how can my eight-year-old be on her own in Belize? Mm-hmm. Well, she's not eight anymore. Yeah, right. And they don't need you. And no. it's really fascinating that you go from this season of, I'm going to drive the kids everywhere and be responsible, and all of mm-hmm. a sudden going, wow, empty nester, what do you do? Big lesson as you're hearing this, though, that I learned for you mm-hmm. and for your wife be very cautious that you don't give up your life for your kids for sure. because when they leave, and I remember this with my mom, I looked at my mom at 17 and I was going off to college and she had all these hopes and dreams before I was born and had very few of them when I left the house yeah. and I watched her not live a fulfilled life. And so I was wildly motivated to not stop working. I never stopped working yeah. and that's challenging because I just knew that if I stopped that momentum, it's hard to go back to something. Yeah. So I always, like it chugged along. I still was mom. But I, I, had, I had help. Yep. I had you know, people around me and I said, you know what? You gotta trust that other people can help with your kids as well. The other thing I'll give to you is that my mom was an only child. So she wanted to be my sister and my best friends and we don't get along today oh. because we, she played us against each other. Gotcha. This thing I chose to do, because if you're smart enough to learn from the generation before you, is I stepped away from my kids a little bit and allowed them to love on each other in a way that they travel together. My, wow. my twins, I don't know any other kids, brother, sister, who actively want to go on trips together and travel and do the kind of things, yet they also live separate lives. He's mm-hmm. in college, she's doing a business, but they're in business together. And they love each other because I wasn't all over them. Yeah. Now with four, obviously there'll be alliances. <laughs> yeah.
3: They're going to all gang
1: up on you in
0: different ways. Oh, no, for
3: sure. But that's great advice. I mean, I think, yeah, no, my wife has, you know, has her own life. She's got friends. They go on trips. They do oh, the good. things together with her, all her friends and with her family. She, so, so yeah, she has her own life that fulfills her, but also we fulfill our children as well. So that, and that's, that's the most important part. I found
1: know? the ones who say that oh, I just gave up my life for my children. Mm-hmm. Do not win in the long run.
3: I think so too. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a problem. For yeah, sure, hundred percent. Oh, I was gonna. It fascinates <laughs> me. I love this conversation. <laughs> you have any questions for me? Um, you said you dove into Amazon and you uh, kind of <laughs> source of sensitive, uh, sensitive subject apparently. Well, sensitive because they stuff. shut me down. Yeah,
1: and you know it's a big company, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell you if you're listening that you probably spend every day all day. Talking, thinking, and diving into Amazon. Am I correct? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it's a moving beast, and you got to stay on top of it. I wasn't. I wasn't focused on mm-hmm. Amazon as my main source of income. Yeah. it was like a side hustle. I thought, how hard can this be? Right. And then when they said you didn't comply, and I'm like, they're which is why the companies is why they built this trust. Their compliance is they were there on it. Oh yeah, and they have sure. to be. Yeah. I just couldn't keep up with the demand so what i should have done sooner and this is where i'm learning also is find an alliance of somebody who spends 24 7 eating and breathing amazon yep and then make money that way so one to reach out to you yes but i love what you said dive in first get get to understand i mean i learned a lot of things But, you know, it also changes. Every every ecosystem changes. For
3: sure, for sure. Well, and then you don't get taken advantage of either, right? You're like, oh, this is going to happen. And then they're like, wait a minute, I've already looked at this a little bit and it's not. That's not the case, you know, for whatever reason, you know, it could be like, well, it's going to cost you, you know, actually it's it's 20% from Amazon. It's like, well, it's only 15% that they take from their, Got that's it. their cut, right? There's just things that some people that are going to say that's just like, eh, that's stretching the truth a little bit, right? Well, so, one of the things we're talking about on
1: this show is that that teamwork makes
3: the dream work. Oh, for sure, 100%.
1: And Stay in your lane. I mean, again, I am now becoming an epitome of all the little magnets that I used to hear on the refrigerator. You know, some of the obstacles you overcome. Well, in terms you are, mm-hmm. life happens for you, not to you. Yep. But the teamwork thing is to literally one realize that you're only really good in your own lane. Yeah, you could probably do it all. Tell me about your partner, and you have a team who does what you do. Yeah, okay?
3: so I have a partner. He's he is the like ads SEO guru. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's his lane. My lane is. Is sourcing the product, finding great niche products or great uh, diamond in the rough products? That's like what I. That's what I. Oh shoot,
1: we have one minute to the end of my oh. show. <laughs> I was I was so busy just enjoying the show, I didn't even see the countdown. Guys, bro, give me thirty seconds. Go.
3: Um, yeah, so that we have a great relationship with all of our, our We've done million, hundred million dollar uh, uh, brands, and we help. Anyone and everyone grow their Amazon. How do we find you? Um, so you can go to my Instagram at Con Harding and you Conair Harding. Or yeah. right on Instagram. <laughs> no, guys, on in 30
1: Instagram. seconds. Um, you're listening to The Forbes Factor. It has been an absolute blast. I could talk about Amazon all day, <laughs> uh, but also what a great guy, great dad, great energy. This show has been filled with two beautiful guests, guys. Thank you for watching. If you're enjoying it, remember, we're on iTunes and Spotify and Amazon Music, and I invite you, as always, to go see us on Voice America, my parent, who well, I'm going to go see, by the way, in Phoenix, Arizona. And finally, we're here every week. Thank you guys so much for being part of our world. I'll see you next time. My name is Forbes Riley. Forbes is the magazine. Riley's in the good life. Go make it that way. Bye, everybody.
0: Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you again soon.